0: Hi guys, well from hot and beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today,
1: it's a gay month in America. It is a gay month in America. It's the
0: gayest of the months. Oh, let your let your pride flag fly. Oh yes, indeed. And they're starting to. Yeah, I've seen some around town. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, a local a local restaurant uh, that's owned by gay people. I saw oh, yeah. posted on Facebook that they'd put up their flag. Local bar not owned by gay people uh, probably has some gay patrons, but
1: doesn't specifically target the gay community. They I put, saw some pride, pride flags up.
0: It's just who we are. You know what? Maybe, but maybe In these days, maybe, maybe they're the maybe nation. they're supporting. Uh, what's his name? Brian Fisher's take back the, the rainbow <laughs> initiative I doubt it <laughs> I know one of my favorite no, they're over
1: not. over herds in Salt Lake yeah. a few years ago these two uh two guys probably from uh, Wyoming or Montana that's my guess uh-huh uh, you can smell them so uh what's up with all the rainbows in this town <laughs> no clue
0: I love it what what's up with all
1: those rainbows
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this is <laughs> Salt Lake City. Surprisingly, I mean, the Advocate, which is a, the biggest, probably the biggest gay magazine in the country. Yeah, they they named Salt Lake the gayest city in America a couple of years back. Yeah, that's true. It's a gay city. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty gay. Salt Lake's kind of gay. It's a
1: well kept secret. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. All right, Dan. Ooh, yeah. What do you got? Uh, here's a town that uh has learned a lesson yeah yeah they uh they're gonna have to pay a, a local mosque or i'm sorry a local islamic society uh-huh uh that wanted to build a mosque uh three and a quarter million dollars oh because they denied the islamic society of basking ridge that's the name of the town uh a permit to build a mosque Wow. About, about 5 years ago, they trumped up all these di- all these different issues, came up with reasons why after after a, a really extended uh process. Yeah. that included 39 public hearings over the course of 4 years. Jesus
0: Christ. Uh
1: during which uh the group uh, members of the group were targeted uh, of course, you know, uh with vandalism um apparently these meetings were not kind sorry what state is this this was in new jersey oh god basking ridge new jersey uh well the uh justice department has uh has announced that they're they're gonna be paying new jersey's now gonna be funding the building of this yeah absolutely and uh they need to uh issue uh the permit uh too sweet yeah, post haste. Apparently, there were enough parking stall uh, slots <laughs> right in the parking lot. Because well, now that they denied them for
0: now, oh, they're not enough parking. Now there's going to be enough parking for everybody because they are now <laughs> flush. Oh yeah, oh that's, yeah. That's well, good for them, I guess. I,
1: you know, here's the deal. Um, I, I, I don't want any church no. or mosque. Or synagogue mm. going up next to me i don't want it no i'd rather it not be there but at the end of the day i realize we're you know this country that the, the, we have freedom of religion in this country and i think it's one of the hallmarks yeah. of of this uh country the society
0: and we sorry the right the don't, right don't to, get in the way of this shit the right to practice and believe as your as the dictates of your conscience uh Would would require of you, right? Or to not do, or to not do that, which is of course the dictates of your brain. Would (laughs) anyway, and conscience, and conscience. uh, Mine, I'm very conscious, conscience oriented. (laughs) I like
1: consciences.
0: Is that a, a kind of shell that you find in the ocean? <laughs> a conch and con- 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 shell. A conscience show. Con- shell.
2: Con-
0: All right, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know about Russia. You heard of this place? Oh, uh, big, big, increasingly uh, big country over there on the on the wrong yeah. s- the wrong side of the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, Russian Orthodoxy. Russian Orthodox Christianity, mm-hmm. um, made famous by their fantastic hats. I don't know if you've seen some of these and domes and domes. The hats actually kind of mirror the domes. I'm really? looking at I'm looking at the the patriarch, which is their version of the pope, right? Patriarch Kirill. Well, they like to wear a lot of black, right? Isn't
1: there a thing? Gold.
0: Well, I'm seeing. it. Well, yes, I think I think sort of your your standard. Russian Orthodox priest wears a lot of gold. Just right. just like Catholic priests, or black, rather. Catholic priests wear a lot of black. Right. This the dude this, is... This is different. Decked the fuck out. <laughs> in some, like, everything yeah. is white and gold, and he's got this oh. hat that is, like, like if he were king chef of the world, <laughs> he would definitely wear this hat. <laughs> it's white and gold, big, puffy... <laughs> if he kind of looks like an onion dome on top of his own head that's fantastic oh yeah in terms of like i mean for somebody who hates queers as much as this guy does Mm -hmm. he could not dress gayer right he is he like he is
1: yeah you have to make a statement dan i guess when you're in these positions of (laughs) religious authority you gotta make a fucking statement. Yeah, you I can't mean, dress like a like a normal person.
0: I mean, he does look like he's in sort of a religious drag sort of thing. Yeah hows but, hows his contouring? Is it oh is no it subtle or is no. it a little too? Uh... He's I mean that part he's really neglected. <laughs> the makeup is really bad, <laughs> but the rest of it is
2: uh...
0: fantastic. <laughs> good, good. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, he, he here's the here's the most recent thing. Um, Basically, he said that uh, so-called homosexual marriages. So, uh, okay, what else would you call them? There's, well, homosexual things that look like marriages, but obviously aren't, because marriage is between a man and a woman, obviously. Oh, uh, okay. Are a threat to families. Re- How? Oh, really? He added... When laws are d- detached from morality, they cease being laws that people can accept. <laughs> he basically and he said, true. and then he That's said, "It's just patently not true that uh, it was similar to the laws in Nox- Nazi Germany."
1: Also, not true.
0: Yeah. Also, not really. Will true. Will you stop
1: being like a so Nazi-like Franklin? <laughs> yeah, because Nazis loved the gay people.
0: Not <laughs> Yeah, maybe they just didn't like the competition for a fa- fabulous. For, well, no, for uh for 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 evilness.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I mean we are evil. Obviously. Very evil.
0: <laughs> I've known some evil gay guys.
1: Well, yeah. Hello. But,
0: but uh but no. That's what makes us fun and unpredictable. <laughs> well, that's what makes everybody fun and unpredictable. I don't know how fun and unpredictable uh evil is. But yeah, no. Uh <laughs> Yeah, this is on hard on the heels of Chechnya torturing and, oh, and, and locking up gay men and all I that sort of thing. Yeah. This whole this whole course, thing is just This would be the moment when you would think the Russian Orthodox Church has an opportunity to come out against that horrible violence. Yes. Uh, and you know, in the comparison if I were to look at the actions of Chechenian government and Chechnya is largely, uh, actually, largely uh, Muslim, I think. I believe you're correct. Uh, so maybe so maybe Kirill doesn't have any much influence there. Right. But I mean, if I look, but Kirill, he's oddly silent, of course, about the rounding up of gays in Chechnya. Right. If I'm looking at comparisons to Nazism, I think I'm going to go with them being the Nazis, yeah. not the gays. Just pointing it out. Just saying. Wow, Dan. Yeah. That's uh fucking Nazis. How about this? In their how about this, Dan? In their cheap, Can
1: in their, we just let the Nazi thing lie? Can we just leave it alone? you have let's to just ha- no no stop <laughs> pulling out comparisons to Nazis
0: anytime somebody does something that we don't like. It's the uh it's it's the what's his name rule? It's the what is the name of that rule? The, the guy, Rush Limbaugh rule? No, there's the, there's a guy who proposed that the second someone says Nazi or Hitler, they lose the argument. Oh. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, that seems like a ridiculously blanket rule. Well, but it's, it's just... It's, it's like just... something a Nazi would say, to be honest. <laughs> and you've seated the conversation to me. I win, you lose. The end. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... What else you got? <laughs> Let's move on.
1: Uh, a study, Dan. A survey. Oh, you love survey a says. good survey. Survey says, Dan. Yeah. Uh, this one was performed by Jana Reese over there at the Flunking Sainthood blog. Mormon lady. <laughs> uh, that she does for the Religious News Service. Yeah, she's their Mormon in residence. Yes. Uh, she, we all need one. <laughs> she comments on sort of what's going on in the LDS community and, oh okay you know she uh i kind of like her point of view i sure. don't agree with her all the time of course not but but fairly liberal for a mormon exactly and she's willing to be really honest hmm. about mormonism sure when when it's when the, when the, the mormon community needs a little uh um little... kick in the butt she's willing to kind of issue right. such things well anyway uh she did a, a bit of a survey uh the uh, on uh mormon millennials
0: mormon more more mormals i can't do it i can't combine the two no i don't think they're the they're, words aren't aren't working they're not compatible
1: no for a combination <laughs> however uh some very interesting things please some, don't some send things... emails
0: telling us how to combine those two words
1: <laughs> when you say that dan that's what happens all right uh however these findings may not be all that surprising. Oh. Such as, what do you think uh, Mormon millennials uh, are sort of, uh, how how are they coming down politically as far as political oh,
0: party? They're still going to be conservative. Actually, no. Oh, really? Uh,
1: yeah, about, uh, it's in the high 40s. Uh, 40%, where was it? Like 41% are coming in as members of the Democratic Party. Or having allegiances to the Democratic Party. 46% yeah, uh, just... are GOP and 13% are r- responded independent. Uh, they are marrying right on time. Right. Right on schedule. They're getting married. of course. Which, which for Mormonism is like early,
0: early 20s. 22 is the average age. Is <laughs> the Mormon, average. Mormon millennials are getting married. Imagine how many people need to be married before 22 for 22 to be the average. <laughs> just yeah. let that sink in a little bit. How many of these kids are getting married at nineteen, at eighteen? Well,
1: when you're young, and uh, your church says you cannot have sex, right? And you just really want to have sex.
0: Well, and what this then also means, you kind of uh, think about. You just you know, think about this. I'm saying nineteen, eighteen, is the is people are getting married. So many Mormons are away on missions and at that time, mm-hmm. which means that like for twenty two to be the average I think they need to be get they like the bulk of them mm-hmm. are getting married at twenty one right well what yeah, right, and they get off their mission as soon as they get back from their mission they, they gotta get they gotta get themselves married so that they can fuck right You're right, and remember they have lowered the age that the mission happens at, yeah.
1: So, uh, but nonetheless, uh, so that happened. Right. Um, the, it's also a little more, uh, diverse than in the past. Oh. Uh, eight and 10 are white. That's improvement. It used <laughs> to be, uh, their parents' generation was uh, 93% white. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, let's So see. now it's only eight, They're strong, so now it's 80% white. Strong believers in God. Yeah. About 90% of them. Uh, Wait,
0: there's 10% of them that don't believe in God, uh but are still claiming to be Mormon? Well, she did a
1: study of like people who grew up Mormon. Okay. I think is how it worked out. Uh, because there were, there, there is a group in here that are former Mormon. Uh Uh, for example, former, former Mormons marry, uh, at age 23 on average ah they That's wait the that extra
0: age. year yeah
1: good for them yeah, yeah yeah well you know they're working some things out yeah they're trying to and it's harder to find a mate sure perhaps when you're a former mormon but you want to find another former mormon i don't know i don't know how this all breaks down dan <laughs> but i did think that it's really interesting apparently uh they're also their tithe paying uh, their attitudes about tithing have shifted while they still consider themselves full tithe payers they're no longer basing it on gross income, and they're looking at their net. Oh. And they're considering that a full tithe. Oh. their parents, absolutely under no circumstance, would consider that a full tithe. Interesting. They're just trying to find loopholes. Yeah. They're trying to get out of it. Yeah. Well, Cheers. and... <laughs> but no, I mean, that's that's the gist of it. You can't is, cheat uh, God, you guys. Is uh, really this political affiliation. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I that right there is hope for the future if those numbers hold if this isn't just some like youthful rebellion right but they actually believe oh, in more sort is. of democratic values right yeah. and more liberal values which i think they do because i think they do the younger mormons that i've encountered are seem to be better on the gay issue yeah uh, and they seem to be just more open to the world. Well,
0: this is how the in pendulum swings, right? So the pendulum starts, you know, so their parents were all, are all, like, crazy conservative. Their parents fought against the gays. Their parents, uh, you know, sent money to the fight in California, the right. Prop 8 thing in California and whatever. And then these kids were raised with will and grace, and were were yeah. raised with, like, uh, with with TV shows portraying gay people as just being people, like beyond Will and Grace. So there's that, but then there's also the fact that
1: kids are coming out in high school, right? So they have friends, people they love, who are gay, who, or even and they've, they've had years to get used to it before going on their mission,
0: right? And right. not right. only that, but like the even if they're not friends with any gay kids, they know that there are gay kids there. Gay is just normal, right? Gay is on tv it's on in the movies and it's just normal
1: yeah well i would say that for 41 percent of them they probably had gay friends and uh mm. that 46 percent they didn't <laughs> just get yourself a gay friend get get some sass in your life i mean that that is that's what makes people democrats right mm-hmm. knowing so a gay person gay, f- gay friend uh maybe i don't think it is but, but
0: certainly doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt
1: it just changes your perspective if you're a young mormon
0: yeah for a mormon yeah that's uh, i mean it may it's it's a little bit of a mind fuck mm-hmm. i'll tell you that yeah for all of the sad, sad religious folks out there unless you're in one of those gay religion you know liberal gay loving religions unitarians <laughs> stupid unitarians Ugh. it's the With worst acceptance and so. But what do they believe
1: anyway? What even do they believe even? Isn't the whole point of a religion <laughs> or of a church is to have beliefs that are that uh, you know, you're you're
0: oppressed into believing? Get some dogma you guys, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I'm going to move on. Uh let's let's be let's be sad for a minute.
1: No. No, I, Dan. No. No, can't I can't it.
0: handle it today. Africa Dateline oh, all God. the fuck over Africa. Oh, damn. Everywhere God. you can imagine in Africa. Where is this going? Shitty things are happening. <laughs> I'm just going to contrast two things. All right. Uh, so, first, uh, th- I came across several articles about the gunman in Egypt who for- who forced uh, Coptic Christians uh, from buses oh. and killed 28 of them. Oh, uh, so that's fun. A little bit of uh, Muslims. So Muslims, uh, basically, uh, they told these Christian men to uh, recite the Shah- Shahada, which right. is an Allah- Islamic de- declaration of faith. Uh, when the men didn't, uh, they were shot upon and at least 28 were killed. Jesus Christ. Okay. Then in Central African Republic which is a republic literally right in the middle of Africa, so aptly named. Wow, good on them. Good job there. Huh. Uh, Hundreds of civilians seeking refuge inside a mosque uh, because roving bands of heavily armed Christians are running around trying to kill the Muslims. So... So, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. uh, The town of Bangasu on the Congolese border. uh, Looks like hundreds of fighters, uh, heavily armed. um, Yeah, aimed at Muslims. That's just... Some of them possibly child soldiers uh, drugged up. Sounds nice. That's... uh...
1: Yeah, that's that sounds awful. It
0: is funny though I was uh, trying to figure out a joke. I don't want to make a joke about no, that. No, don't make a joke about that. I will say this. So I so I do have some conservative friends on social media, some some wildly conservative friends on social media. All right. Who will of course pick and choose all of the instances any instance where Christians are being persecuted in the world. Right. And be like, look at the horror regard the terrors of the world so what do you do
1: do you just respond with posts about christians doing what
0: the fuck's the point
1: should he think i think he should i mean yeah all i'm saying is just be like oh yeah look oh no and look what happened to these muslims right all over the world and don't even point out what that
0: it's the christians doing it
1: just be like, oh, look at, oh no, I know people of right. faith being oppressed. It's terrible. Right?
0: Yeah. Oh, that is awful about those Christians. And look, what's also happening to Muslims and Jews? It's terrible. Yeah. And look, here's an instance where people are oppressing Hindus. And here's one where they're oppressing Buddhists.
1: Right. Oh and, my God. And you can literally find examples
0: of any of these groups shooting any of these other groups. <laughs> Basically, they yeah. will. All of the religions shoot all of the other religions that is how it works that's nice isn't that fun
1: well dan that that's a down you're right. We're having our downer moment,
0: but you know it's just it's not like, surprising no, but it is it's, i mean we know this in this you know in the span of a week you've got or or well a month I'm not sure when all of this happened, but yeah, uh you got a lot of uh Man, God love it! My God, shoots your God. That's so- my God. Will shoot your God. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> so many, so many, so many people shooting. So many other. I mean, this is also the week uh, when the guy in Portland oh. decided to harass t- two young women, uh, one of whom was wearing a hijab. Yeah, And then he managed to kill two other guys who aren't Muslim. Who were just standing up to him. Who were just saying, hey, maybe it's not cool to uh, threaten and and abuse and assault yeah. some teenagers. Maybe that's not cool on the train. So he stabbed them and killed them. My, our God is a stabby God. <laughs> yeah. Watch out.
1: Man, he likes to stab people.
0: I'll tell you what, uh, the word God is just code for why I kill people half the time. It's very rarely code for why I love everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dan, maybe it's time for the robots to take over then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what do we got? What are our options? Well, here's one in Germany. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, And I'm going to segue... And you're going to be confused for a minute. It's the fi- It's been 500 years since the Reformation began.
0: Yes. When
1: Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of some church. He flung feces at the door of a church? <sighs> no, Dan. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, to mark this... <clears throat>
0: Uh, there is now... I do think I'm going to, from for, from now on, I'm going to say he flung theses at the door. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> There's now a church in Germany. Yeah. That has a
1: uh, robot priest. What? Uh, Confess bot 3000? No, it's the bless you too. <laughs> uh, it... Uh... Basically, what they're saying is, uh, so this is Stephen Krebs of the Protestant Church in Hesse and Nassau. Okay. Uh, He says, uh, we wanted people to consider if it is possible to be blessed by a machine Mm. or if a human being is needed, right? (laughs) Uh, The idea is to provoke debate. People from the street are curious, amused, and interested. They're really taken with it and are very positive. But inside the church, some people think we want to replace human pastors with machines uh those that the church oriented those that are church oriented are more critical right uh, um, but the robot uh has a touchscreen chest <laughs> uh two arms and a head oh good oh and... good they
0: made it in, in humanoid form oh yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah. excellent
1: uh it, you can uh, choose uh to have the, your blessing um in either german english french spanish or polish and you can choose a male or female voice. Oh, sehr gut. And as the, the robot starts to bless you, uh, its, li- its eyes light up <laughs> and two arms raise. <laughs> and they're flashing lights in its palms. Oh, my God. And it, revi- it recites a biblical verse. Like Stigmata. Yeah. <laughs> it's in there and it's, it's crazy. Uh-huh. And then it says, God bless and protect you. And if requested, it will provide a printout.
0: Of its words, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this is a full on admission mm-hmm. that blessings are meaningless no
1: it's it's asking you to consider what is the meaning of a blessing
0: right, right. There is no meaning to a blessing if an if if a robot can be just as effective as a human, right, it means nothing. Well, and here's how
1: maybe uh, a robot can be more effective, Dan. Yeah. Uh, in case of uh, breakdown, with uh-huh. uh, the the bless you two, uh, there is a, a backup that they can just wheel out.
0: Oh, good. Weep, wee, 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 wee. Just Put imagine the volume that these that these machines can oh, do. Yeah. It's actually, Dan. It's
1: terrifying. I watched the video <laughs> of it. It's got these like eyebrows that like move. <laughs> And its arms as they raise, like, it looks very menacing. It doesn't oh my look God. like you're going to be receiving some, you know, peaceful blessing,
0: even though its words were nice. Yeah. Can, it, can it lure me into a back room and fondle me? <laughs> the fondle bot. <laughs> uh. Or does it have to be a higher order priest in order to pull that off? <laughs> well, I don't know. Or this am I just... too old? I don't know. Well, you are
1: too old. I'm too old. See, that's the glory of like a robot.
0: Yeah, maybe a robot would find me interesting. Yeah. Finally, I could be of value to a priest. Oh, Oh, my God. That's terrible, Dan. Yeah, I'm bad. Uh, That is delightful. (laughs) Oh, my God. How worthless is that? They spent money to make that happen. I love it yeah I think they were just bored I I, I think the priests were all just like ugh I don't want to do this anymore well there's been a lot of talk about
1: automation yeah and you know it's been it's I'm sure they had like a little uh, a round table discussion of some kind of like let's let's all you know come up with some ideas let's brainstorm right you know like what could we do this is it's been half a millennia millennium Right? Right. Since the, the, the Reformation began. And so, like, we got to do something really, really big. Something really good.
0: <laughs> you know?
1: Robot. Let, let's commission a robot.
0: Oh, my God. I just pulled up some images of this thing. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's like a trash can on top of a box. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really, really bad. <laughs> Here's what's great about this. Right now, somewhere in Japan, there there's there's a meeting happening at Sony Corp that's like, wait, is there a market for this? <laughs> we don't we don't know much about these Christians. Is it we, we know we could do this better? We can definitely like yeah, we can make a better robot than that. You should this, see it in action. It's it's arms, it's and it makes a lot of noise. This thing it's like Oh my god. It it's, really it looks like a very precocious like Ninth graders' science fair project. (laughs) It's a really bad robot.
1: Well, it was a bunch of just religious folk who they probably didn't have a lot of money. They didn't want to throw too much money at
0: this. Yeah. You know? Oh, no, they did not. (laughs) But they threw a lot at it. You know what? Honestly, a couple hundred or more dollars, and they could have had something that wasn't terrifying. Thank God they didn't spend it. Thank God they went with this. It's delightful. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, um, yeah, look it up, everybody. I, uh, I'm i going to take us to um, Palestinian, uh, the head of the Palestinian Islamic Courts. Okay. Who uh, <laughs> has taken a pretty dramatic step. As we know, it's Ramadan now. Happy Ramadan, Frank. Oh yeah, I, I hope hope you're fasting. I, I haven't had a bite to eat since um, the sun came up. But uh, but this guy Mahmoud Habash is worried about about people getting uh, making rash decisions when they're hangry. Well, okay, Cause, yeah, because uh, uh, you know if you don't eat from dawn to dusk for a few days, let alone a, a lunar month, you might get a little grumpy. Uh, he has put a halt on, he's basically told all judges not to grant divorces during Ramadan. <laughs> he said, uh, some, because they have not eaten and not smoked, create problems. Wait, you can't smoke? You can't smoke. He said the uh, there's a ban on cigarettes. No. Yeah. So he said, he said. Oh, that's a terrible idea. He said that their people are prone to uh, make quote quick and ill-considered decisions. So, no divorces until this is until you've gotten some food in your belly. I have a better solution. Yeah,
1: how about if Ramadan has causes problems? Yeah, why are you observing Ramadan?
2: <laughs>
1: no, that's not how this works. <laughs> if- this is.
0: This you know, is, it, it really sucks. We're really hungry. Everybody's um, getting divorced, they're all mad at each other. Yeah. Nobody gets to make decisions. But it's for a, this time. It's an awesome time.
1: It's awesome. And
0: the Lord you you know, know, we all
1: get very wise commanded us yes. to do
0: this. Yeah. Allah
1: commanded us to do this.
0: Oh my god. That's stupid. According to the Palestinian Authority, fifty thousand weddings were celebrated in the occupied West Bank and Gaza Strip in twenty fifteen. But more than eight thousand divorces were also registered. That's a pretty good ra- ratio, if you ask me. Fifty thousand marriages, only eight thousand divorces. I think they're doing great. <laughs> I don't
1: know <laughs> how many. What's the percentage that end in divorce? That seems. Well, I'm just
0: saying. It like seems like that that it, would catch here, up here with in you. the U.S. Over fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Right, but not in one year. Fifty percent of the marriages But I'm saying in any given year there's X number of marriages, X number of divorces. If fifty percent end in divorce, then eventually those are gonna sort of pan out in the year. That's true. I'm not a statistician. That's
1: probably you're probably that's probably true. Around
0: that though, it's gonna be sort of it's gonna start to, you know, approach the mean or whatever. Right that that sounds like math talk, right? There's something there. Sounds mathy. I'm not sure. Don't write me on the email. I don't need to know. What's that? the mode versus the mean? Stop What's it! The, stop it! Nobody cares. I, 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 I can exactly, never keep them keep them straight. I mean, this is a nerdy podcast, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. Don't don't go there to get your divorce. Uh, no. Oh. Although my understanding was that in but I- otherwise go in is oh go get to the West Bank <laughs> by all means. Uh, my understanding was that in 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 Islam. A man could just say, "I divorce you three times, and then it's done." I thought that that was a thing. I think probably for, uh, you know, religious purposes. But
1: then you got to then you got to go get through that the courts civil t- divorce to you get to get that
0: piece of paper. Yeah, that says
1: it's for real.
0: Anyway, there you go. Hey, you guys, if you guys have any uh, comments, questions on anything that that we've said thus far in the program, please feel free to write to us: podcast dot com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. It is. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist.
1: And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. And request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in.
0: Indeed, we will. Hey, Frank, Dan, uh, what do you think about uh, our current president doing a doing a bang up job? I oh. think I think by all if I bang up job, you mean ruining our standing in the world, banging
1: us up pretty bad. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, with most with a lot of people in the world now referring to Angela Merkel as the leader of the free leader world of the free world. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you've done a really
0: good job there. Yeah. Ceding all moral authority that we may have had. Uh, However, strangely, as he does this, he's fallen under some attack. Oh, yeah. There are those who have bad things to say about him, if you can believe that. But then there are those who rush to his defense. Indeed. Uh, Like, for instance, Jim Baker. On the Jim Baker show. Kim Clement, before he died, he prophesied. They will be screaming impeachment, impeachment, but it will not happen. That's true. Kim Clement prophesied. Well, I'll tell you what. I will predict if it happens, there will be a civil war in the United States of America. The Christians will finally come out of the shadows because we, we are going to be shut up permanently if we're not careful. And God says... Faith without works is dead. That's right. We have to do things. God has been dealing with me, and I don't know about you. Yes. It's time for preachers like you, you're doing it, to stand up yes. and shout out. Yes. Stand up! Finally, the Christians will come out of the shadows. Oh, I I've know. I've been so worried about them because I haven't heard anything have from the been? Christians for so long. They've been... They've been tucked away, you don't hear their voices at all. No. They're not they're not in the public sphere uh, in the least. So Oh no, no no So no, no, no. thank God they'll finally have a voice. All seventy some odd percent of our country. Now that it is true silent, silent group yeah. demographic.
1: <laughs> I mean it is true that when he says Christian, he is talking about a certain brand of christianity oh yeah he doesn't believe that like he's not talking about methodists liberal or unitarians right right he's talking about his evangelical friends good real christians that's that's what they're talking about in my mind by the way that's what i hear by the way what a great prophet what an amazing but even when we sort of say that yeah not quite
0: yeah what what an amazing prophecy to to prophesy that people would be calling for the impeachment of a man who was very clearly going to commit plenty of <laughs> of fraudulent things. Oh it was yeah, not. like I also prophesied that the calling like the calling for impeachment. Oh, damn. I prophesied that. <laughs> I'm a damn. fucking prophet.
1: All hail damn.
0: Yeah, listen. Bow down to me, bitches. I'm a goddamn prophet, motherfuckers. All right. Yes, uh, that is true, though. I'm not lying. Are you you're not a, You're not a prophet. You did say it. I did, but you yeah. and everyone else. Right. Not a tricky call to make. No. That was an easy one. Yeah. For, for President Pussy Grabber. <laughs> not hard to predict that maybe there would be some people who might think he's unfit for the office. Yeah. Uh, did you see him riding around in his golf cart when all the
1: other leaders of the G7 were strolling along together? Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) or,
0: or shoving other leaders out of the way so he can be in the front. God. I want front. I'm supposed to be in the front, you guys. The best one, though. I mean, everybody paid a lot of attention to the, uh, to the handshake between him and, uh, Emmanuel, uh, Macron. Uh Uh-huh. But the better moment... Was when Macron, like this whole the whole gaggle of world leaders, is walking in one direction, uh-huh. and Macron is walking in the other direction toward them, uh-huh. and he is on a direct path toward Trump. He is like his line is a straight line toward Trump. He's walking, he's walking, he's walking. Last minute, takes a sharp right and goes and shakes Merkel's hand. Oh wow! And then shakes the hand of all of the men around Merkel before he gets to trump wow like he did a veer he did he did a, a point a walk and veer <sighs> it's just fancy all the wrangling that's happening right now it's uh it's a funny world it's awful hey we had some folks write into us and call into us uh so let's let's get to that real quick rabbi gruber had, oh, had, Rabbi Grimmer! I had a quick, uh, uh, wanted to add to our conversation. You'll remember that we discussed um, the fact that Jews, that Christians weren't supposed to, weren't supposed to be <coughs> lend with interest. Right. Uh, according to Christian law. So they had to borrow from Jews. Uh, I don't remember the context. It was a story about lending. Yeah, there was something there. Can't remember it either. Oh, it was about like Muslims la- like doing the tricky buying a house at the wrong price sort of thing. Just, yeah, I mean, w- how we got to it, I don't remember. I don't recall.
1: <laughs> that's not what the story was
0: about. Uh, so, Rabbi Gruber says uh, Jews are allowed to lend with interest only to non Jews. Oh, isn't that convenient? Uh, it's, it's a little bit shitty, actually. Uh <laughs> That often, combined with being barred from land ownership and certain pro- pro- certain oh. professions, is why Christian Jews became, or why Christendom, why in Christendom Jews became lenders. Right. Jews are forbidden from lending with interest to other Jews. The rabbis invented elaborate workarounds for this, just like the Muslims did. Don't ask rabbis with workarounds. <laughs> what? what? Who ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> I'm shocked. Jews have to obey any laws. With the, with the way that rabbis, with the cleverness of rabbis, <laughs> the way their minds work in terms of getting around any law, I'm shocked anything is, is uh, closed to a Jew. Yeah. Huh. It seems impossible. But I guess I got to stick with a few of them. A few of the good... Like Well, you need some rules. I guarantee you, if you put three clever rabbis to it, they could be eating pork by Monday. <laughs> like it doesn't take much. These guys are good, and they'll be calling it godly.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, Rabbi Gruber. Yeah, That's always good to hear from you.
0: Uh, Alonzo wrote in uh, about you. Remember we reported you reported on the statue uh, that was stolen oh, yeah, here yeah, in Salt yeah, Lake City. Art yeah. uh-huh. uh, heist. A bench that with 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 statues <sighs> yeah. of of Joseph Smith and Brigham Young sitting on it. Yep. Uh, they were all, uh, he, he, Alonzo just wanted to write in and say, uh, just an update on statue. I tried to Google video without success, but I found news that it was recovered. Yes. Love the program. Uh, he says at this time I can hardly contribute to your cause. Hopefully by July, I can start sending a contribution. That would be sweet. Um, but yes, it has been, our listeners will be relieved to hear Mm -hmm. that that bench has been recovered. Yes thank god and oh. people arrested oh well one guy arrested a couple of other people are they're looking for and then a fourth is, is still is at large at large and and wanted they, dead or alive <laughs> <laughs> it was the art heist of the century <laughs> caught entirely with their faces in full view on security cameras oh, so ding dongs way to go guy oh and also their uh, their license plate so really, really, really a clever—oh no, clever hard heist. Oh, that's just terrible. Why don't you play the uh, the voicemail we got?
1: I will, uh, listener, um, with his own story of of being on a mission of Mormon missiondom.
2: Hey, I just listened to Doug and Frank's uh, podcast on May twenty second. I'm a return missionary. My name's Brent Linford. I really enjoy you guys' uh, podcast. I am an atheist. I went to a mission in Chicago, which is not nearly as glamorous as either your missions to Honduras and Nidley. Uh one of my experiences was when me and my companion were Tracting and the guy asked us to come in he said he's very interested we were sitting there talking to him and he called to his wife says honey come in here and listen to this these guys want they have to say and she comes walking into the room totally nude and sits down right in between us and of course we were just shocked beyond belief and we tried to continue to talk about the church But after a while, we got up and said, we really need to go. And, of course, we had to hold our binders over our crotch uh, to hide our enthusiasm about the experience, you might say. And uh, neither one of us said a word about it to each other ever again. So uh, other than that, my mission was a pretty terrible experience. I really enjoy you guys' podcasts. I listen to every one of them. I've been a longtime listener, and I enjoy it very much. You guys uh, have a good time, uh, and keep up the good work. Bye.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, Brent. That's an awesome story. I love it so much. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a fairly interesting way of dealing with uh, unwanted (laughs) biblical intruders into your home. Yeah, if you got people that want to tell you about the about the Lord, let them. But yeah. if they're in your house, they play by your rules. Yeah, and my rules might involves. help if you're a little bit of an exhibitionist. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, whip it out. Oh, they had it for the missionaries, <laughs> <laughs> or whip them out, depending on on no, what, they, what uh, you got. They. Uh, yeah, they had a good
1: chuckle after after oh, those missionaries left.
0: That's a story. They were dining <laughs> out on that for decades. <laughs> I, even, I saw so, Robert. They we saw them coming. Robert ran into the bedroom as I answered the door. I call for Robert to come in. He comes in, cocka swinging. <laughs> oh, and they honed and refined. That story as they as they went oh, on, yeah, yeah, by the third dinner party, they were telling it in ta- in tandem, taking yeah. turns with different oh, yeah. parts of the story oh yeah she's talking about the looks on their faces, he's talking about the the bulges in their crotch, yeah, delightful <laughs> delightful <laughs> i I have no objection to that whatsoever
1: uh, or you could get your your uh, uh some some work done around the house.
0: Yeah, you, that's you the have the thing. option here. I need, we, we will remind you, if Mormon missionaries come to your house, it is a kindness of you to give them jobs to do around your house, and they will do it. Yeah, because it does two things.
1: Well, maybe more than that. It gets the job done. Right. Right, which is awesome for you. Right. But it also keeps them occupied right. for a little while, which, keeps which them, means that they're not bugging other people. They're not disturbing your neighbors. Yeah.
0: And so you so you get a job done for free, you get free labor. Uh it it's better than going to Home Depot and picking up uh you know an immigrant. Uh so that's good. Free I mean better in the sense that it's free. It keeps them from bothering other people. And it's good for the missionaries because they don't want to go to somebody else's house. That's true, yeah. They want and they have to do what's called what they call service. Oh, They're, what's
1: that? What what is what, apparently it's what,
0: mowing your goddamn
1: lawn <laughs> they, well, they don't have a lot of time for service i mean that's the thing
0: but they but do but, if, but they're required to do some they are but um let me tell
1: you they got they'd a lot of the to, hours if they were doing it for an investigator they they would be able to defend
0: that decision right left right and center yeah yeah so you're you're helping everybody yes by putting the missionaries to work we Absolutely. should start a campaign anyway uh one, one more email uh this one's Uh, a, a, you know, we called for exorcism experiences. Oh yeah, we did. Had one last week. Here's another one. Okay. Uh, Frank and Dan, your bid on exorcism reminded me of something that happened back in the early eighties. Uh, when I was around 19, I'm honestly pretty ashamed of it, which is why I would ask that you share it anonymously. Oh, you don't have to be ashamed. You didn't know any better. You'll likely remember that this was the peak of the quote, satanic panic during, the same, uh, during that time, our burgeoning evangelical Bible church was doing a lot of teaching on spiritual warfare and the like. In the midst of that, a book titled The Adversary by Mark Brubeck, written some 10 or 15 years earlier, was re-released. It had a new ominous cover and droves of frightened Christians like me lapped it up. Our church leadership endorsed the book and taught some of the basics from it. Those of us who fancied ourselves future pastors, like my roommate and I, were on the lookout for the next demon to pop up in the neighborhood. Dude, I totally remember this. Like when I was when I was a teenager, I felt like I believed the shit that I was told. So I felt like, yeah, there's like demons happen. You know, there's like Is this not- like Pokemon Go? Like Yes. No, I felt like there was like the dark forces were there at work. And we, I fully expected to be able to see it, uh, anyway. And Mormon even Mormonism doesn't even preach like demons and stuff. It's kind of this sort of vague sense of evil angels and not or, or Satan fallen spirits. About anyway, what
1: do they call it? It's not that.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... who knows? It's all bullshit anyway. And <laughs> uh, so this so this person goes on. Another young man we knew from church. Uh, whom, we, uh, whom we'll call Gus, needed a place to crash for a week or two, so we invited him to stay with us. Gus was in a bad place in his life, and like any good Godbots, we pretended it was our business. Late one night, probably between midnight and 1 a.m., my roommate, whom we'll call Blake, was chatting with Gus in our tiny living room. I was in bed at the time. Apparently, Gus started saying some rather evocative things about sins he was beset with, feeling like he was spiritually oppressed. Blake got me up, and we sat down on the couch on either side of Gus, Bibles in hand, and started intervening. Oh, no. Relying on everything we had learned from our pastors in that Mm -hmm. little black book of Brubeck's. Mm -hmm. The more we intervened, prayed, recited scripture, and tried to talk to him, the more disturbed and upset Gus became. Really? Wonder why? Strange. (laughs) I don't remember all that was said, clearly, but at some point in the wee hours, Blake became convinced that Gus had himself a genuine demon and we started talking to the demon asking its name what its business what its business was and trying to drive it out gus became more and more agitated under the pre- under this pressure he was confessing some very personal and totally not our business kind of shit oh no some of which wouldn't be a big deal if we weren't all godbots at the time <laughs> he's crying and such And we're not sure if we're talking to him or one of several demons all associated with his sins. Finally, I shit you not, at 8 fucking a.m., yes, this had gone on all night, Gus had had enough. They started struggling, and suddenly Gus punched Blake in the jaw. Oh, no. Hard. That was a demon. Blake was pretty big and and a strong guy, and for a moment I thought he was going to go down. But I thought it was going to go down, not he. That would have been a very different story. (laughs) Uh, But somehow that shocked us back into some semblance of reality. Inside, I knew that we had gone way too far, and I think Blake and Gus knew it too. Plus, Gus had the added embarrassment of airing all his dirty laundry to a couple of buddies from church. Oh, no. We called it a night uh, right there and went off to our beds after some awkward apologies and promises to talk in the morning. After we all slept for a few hours, Gus kind of forgave us and went on his way. I never saw him again, and I don't think Blake did either. Oh. So, what do you think was the response from when word got around church? What had happened? Did the pastors take the two of us by the scruff and excoriate us for abusing our friend? Ha ha ha, of course not. We walked into church, and one of the pastors comes up to us and says, So I hear Blake got punched in the jaw by a demon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh the whole no. demon exorcism idiocy is some dangerous bullshit. All we did w- is abuse someone during a time of weakness uh. and emotional turmoil. Oh. We didn't help; we just piled on. It was horrible. That's all I can say. Ugh. Keep up the good fight against this sort of insanity. Cheers. Does sound awful. Yeah, a lot of abuse in the name of, uh, yeah, church. Yeah, indeed, it happens all the time. I, yeah. Believe me, I felt like everybody needed a blessing when I was... Oh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're feeling... Oh, if Where's you're, my consecrated oil? Where right, yeah. Well, I never got to do that. I was always... I, I, I didn't make it that far. Oh, you and were never ordained an elder. In our priesthood. Mm, that was too bad, Dan. Yeah. All, all those 18-year-olds walking around with the title elder. Yeah, I was, I was ordained an elder in the LDS Church. Yeah. I was a priest. Yeah. Which here, I here. love saying that I've said this before. I love telling people who know nothing about Mormonism. Well, I went to seminary and I was ordained a priest in the Mormon Church. Because <laughs> boy, that just sounds yeah like it means something. Yeah, it don't. No, I know. <laughs>
1: I know. My dad was a bishop. Oh, woo, doggy!
0: That's, That's a big time. Sounds amazing. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's just—it just means he had no time for you. <laughs> That's totally what it means.
1: All right, we got some people to thank, Dan. Oh yes, we do. Some new uh, patrons on Patreon. Yeah. Um, we have Eric and Brian both coming in at the faithful level. So thanks to the two of you. Oh, God bless you. Um, and if you would like to join them, wait—we still
0: have a savior. Oh, James is our savior. We're gonna say it every single time until someone unseats him, and then they get to, sit to hear it every single time. <laughs> but yes, thank you all so much uh, for your contributions. This is absolutely a, a show that we do for free, and it, if you need to listen to it for free, totally fine with that. Yeah, but if you if, if you want to support our little program, it you can go. You can go to ThankGodI'mAtheist.com, click on the support tab, and uh, and and join uh, those of uh, those supporters. It's a, it's, it's a delightful thing, and, and we so appreciate it. Uh, and, and we bless you uh, in your holiness, in the name of the Frank and of the Dan and of the holy shit. Amen. 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 <laughs> Dan! Frank, you're gay. It's true. I don't mean to out you. <laughs> it's true, Dan. But you're you're a gay man. It's yeah. For a long time now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Since uh since puberty. Since <laughs> since For as long as you've been a man, for as since since I can remember being attracted it's been, to other people it's in been, that special way. To the main it's to the mental the, the first it was the boys around me. Mm. And then it was to men. Yeah. Men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh it's Pride Month. It's this is this is the one month of the year when you get to feel proud. <laughs> well, that probably used to be the case. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh now, I mean we're we 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 uh LGBT folk have all sorts of rights and privileges and whatnot. You done I?
0: went and got yourself some rights.
1: I know. It all kinda worked somehow. I mean, I mean, we've still got some work to do. The fight is definitely with, not over. With, uh, continuing to promote acceptance, right? Uh, with, with people like
0: our society, with, with Trump basically appointing everyone who hates mm-hmm. you in the world, yeah. uh, uh yes, to high indeed. positions in his yes. cabinet.
1: And in lieu of acceptance, it's always nice to get some laws in place yeah. to protect you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's that work still left to do. Um, But, but this is, but you know, I think, uh, yeah, we're, we're, I feel, I feel safer and more secure now, uh, than I probably ever have in my life.
0: Yeah, indeed. You You can walk. I mean, gay people still get beat up for being gay sometimes, uh, that still happens. People get treated horribly. Uh, they get, but if you deny it, you know, if you run a place that does weddings, And you deny a gay person, a gay couple, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Like somebody just found out up in uh, Michigan. Yes, indeed. Uh, It is a place where we can, where we all, uh, this country is now a place where gay folks have legal protections, even if they, even if there are still a lot of people fighting against you. Right. And what this uh, sort of uh,
1: leads to is uh where where would you say where would you say it all sort of uh breaks down do you think that a person who is gay stand where do they stand uh sort of on the acceptance scale compared to someone the exact same person
0: uh but who is labeled atheist it's a great question it's hard it's that's a tricky one right uh i don't know because in in modern america <laughs> i know
1: i've been so <clears> weird <throat> on this one because i never even realized that it was weird to say that i was atheist like, yeah i just started saying it right and uh in general like and i was always mu- it was much more easy to come out as an atheist than it was uh to come out as gay right for me personally right, right? i'm not gonna speak about it for others uh, but, uh, but I, I wonder if that's how common that is. Like how many people who, you know, felt weird about more weird about one thing versus the other. And I guess for me, the, the, the realization that I was atheist sort of came in this, like in a very sort of quick moment, right? Mm. Like I hadn't been really, I, I, I had had doubts about the church, right? But I hadn't like really deeply thought about whether I believed in God or not. Right. And then when, as soon as I started down that road, the, you know, the the house cards came tumbling down really quickly. Right. And so it was just like this thing, Oh, I'm atheist. And it was just like, well, great. Right. Whereas I had felt so much shame Mm. and just had a very, you know, bad opinion about being gay. Right. Since being a little, you know, kid basically. And so that one was, was hard. That one was, was really hard to face. Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, I, this isn't even really what we
0: want to be talking. Well, about. Well, here's the thing. Atheists, uh, if, if, uh, the polling and all of the, all of the data collection that we read is to be believed. Uh huh. Atheists in, uh, in the United States vastly outnumber Gay people. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, by a large margin. But it's like the least trusted group in America as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. So, yeah. Like, we're next to rapists or whatever. It's uh, according to at least one thing. Right. Uh, so, here's the thing it's atheists kind of need to take a page out of the gay playbook. Yeah. I think
1: that's, I think that's sort of my. Here's that that is my conclusion. Um and it's something that I feel like I've come to recently. This whole coming out thing. Because well, we, we need to talk a little bit about the history
0: of the gay movement.
1: Right. But I mean, but I I do just kind of want to touch on this because mm. I, I think that it's it's actually anybody who's listened to the entirety of our podcast um knows that we've sort of often said, well, you want to be really careful about who you tell. Like we've had some emails back in the early days mm-hmm. of the show. And we were like, you know, you like you need to assess your own situation and you need to find out like what's you know, what you're willing to risk and da 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 very there,
0: there can be very powerful
1: consequences just right. coming out of the But my realization of late is that the gay rights movement and their pressure Mm. to come out come out <clears throat> come out come out wherever you are come out the consequences be damned yeah right and has been was was the attitude and we know most that the important like- thing was to build our numbers so that people across the country in wherever had had an experience of somebody in their life it turns out is gay and whether they accept right. them or not they've they've there, there was somebody in their community. There was somebody in their high school. There somebody, was somebody that
0: worked in the office. Someone, right?
1: And so that you had to come face to face with it, right? And I just, I'm more and more, I, I just think that atheists need to be doing the exact same thing.
0: Now, consequences be damned is not a trifling situation. That is, I mean, no. and it was, it wasn't for the gay movement. Uh, a lot of, a a lot of gay men and women experienced lost families lost jobs lost their lives had to move to another city where people got beat the shit up yeah they they got all all manner of horrible mistreatment right but it was all for the greater movement it was just it was because their gay brothers and sisters needed them yes it was because it was this nothing could happen if they weren't visible Right, as long as they were invisible, they were so easy to marginalize uh okay. that that not the the society could go on hating them indefinitely right. So the more people that came out the the in essence, the easier it got. This is where pride parades came from. Mm-hmm. this is where this is where the gay pride movement came in. Mm-hmm. This was a movement to say, I mean, they marched and they said it out loud, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Yeah. Which is as brilliantly on the nose as you can get. <laughs> it's amazing that they could get like that literally, <laughs> that they could like, our chant is exactly the thing we're trying to say. Right. I, uh, I, I will it always a nice, love. It had
1: a nice rhymey thing going on, so that's yeah. lovely. I will always love the the Simpsons response to that. Lisa, they're, well, they're at like a gay pride or a gay pride parade is happening, right? And there's, you know, we're queer, we're queer, get used to it. Um, and uh, Lisa just yells back, "We are used to it," <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is kind of where we're at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we people may not like it. Mm-hmm, but, but they're used to it. God damn, they are used to it at this point. <laughs> they know, which is delightful, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no such that, that is not analogous to the atheist movement. No. Now, mind you, there are very visible atheists out there. Yes. Um, most of them, I'm not comfortable with them being our only representation. Uh huh. Uh, most of them are either firebrands, mm-hmm. or they are, uh, you know, just Uber nerds, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> like I have no problem with what's
2: that. Wrong with Uber nerds. Well, I don't know what's...
0: but if that's the only representation that we have, right? 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 If that's right, right. if everyone's vision, you know, if 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 this Christian right, their only right. vision of uh, atheism right. is Dave Silverman. Yelling at Fox News people, yeah, or you know uh well Dawkins, I mean, this is ac- making fun of believers right. you're
1: actually you're 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 hitting upon something that actually does kind of uh ring true um because this makes me think of some of the more um how what's sort of uh the, the 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 gay guys who could pass as straight more easily, mm. a lot of them back in the day, and maybe still do, have issues with the swishier side of the gay community. Oh, that's true. And but the swishy side was the side that came out. Right. That was the side that couldn't hide it because their s's were sibilant, <laughs> and there was that was it. And their and, fashion was fabulous. And their fashion was fabulous, and they were out having a grand old time. And you had these more sort of passing men who were just like well that's not who i am right. and that's that's not that doesn't that doesn't work for me and, and for then a we while, started seeing more and more we saw actors coming out who right. could you know had played very straight roles we saw you know athletes starting to come out right and then now we have this broader you know fully coming out of all the different brands of of gay right
0: right Well, and I mean, the thing is that there were these that you're right. There were men who could pass who were doing just fine Mm -hmm. for whom when the boat got rocked, they were wildly uncomfortable because their lives were fine. Yes. They were a little uncomfortable, fine ish. They were still they still had to like live in secrecy. And that's not that's not fun for anybody. Right. But they had good jobs. Perhaps. You know, they were out. And so like the boat getting rocked meant that they would, they stood to lose a lot. Yes. And that's the same with us. I think it is.
1: And I think that, you know, if you're right, if, if all you see are these firebrands or the, the, as you said it, the Uber nerds, right? Right. Uh, then you is just a regular, regular, regular American, regular Joe, regular human being. Right. Um, might not see yourself in the movement. Right. May not see yourself, may not know how you, how it works for
0: you. Or, God forbid, right. you're a woman in our movement, because, like, <laughs> who's representing that? Well, there's Greta Christina. There's a few. But, you like, know. the whole point is that if we only have a few representatives out there being visible, be, right. being loud, whatever. Right. The other problem is then one of those... You know, if one of those guys uh, has a scandal, uh-huh. you know, we find out that one of these people is is a is a as a, a serial uh, misogynist or is a you know mm. whatever, right? Then we all get tarred with that. Yeah. If that's the only thing that's out there, you know, then you know, if there're ten voices being heard and one of them is easily accused of some horrible thing, yeah, then one tenth of us is suddenly. Right. Horrific. Right. And then we know that's not the case. Right. We are kind of getting mired down here a little bit, but like But the point is we need all of the voices. We We need we need visibility. We do. We need for some you know, for people in the South not to feel like they can comfortably just walk up to anybody on the street and yell Jesus and, and and be Jesus y at them. Right. Because if the numbers
1: are accurate if the, if potentially what was it like up to thirty percent? Well, I, I I mean that seems way out there. But, but it's I mean like twenty five. Yeah, like seriously,
0: this one study. It was a study, not recent. a poll, right. because the polls because polls can be skewed by people not wanting to admit it or not exactly. having or not having a sense of their own atheism, not really understanding that where they are right. actually makes them an atheist. Right. But those people will suddenly start using that word mm-hmm. if other people around them are like, oh, I'm an atheist. Right. All that means is I'm an atheist. And then that doesn't make me a bad person. That right. doesn't make me awful. It just means that's what I am. I'm just accurately right. labeling myself. And, you know, and this can be
1: I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. This can be this can be just like, you know, initially saying you're bisexual mm. on your road to fully accepting <laughs> I just got into some serious trouble there because there are bisexuals. There are bisexuals, but I do know of a number of gay men who said they were bisexual before they actually just were like, no, I'm gay and gay women too. And exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but I don't want to say that bisexuality is not a real thing. Uh, or by suggesting that it's just a stepping stone towards something else. Right. There is actually bisexuality. And it's a goddamn miracle. I wish oh, I could be bisexual.
0: No fucking kidding, right? But um but there are however, plenty of people who who say bisexual because they're too afraid to say gay. Right. For a minute.
1: Right. For and so the uh what would be analogous here is what we hear a lot of actually. Mm-hmm. If it feels better to say you're agnostic, go for it. Right. Right? If that helps you out go for it and then eventually but you can join the ranks of,
0: yeah i mean and and frankly the definitions are a little bit muddy at this point they are different but people all, have different there's a general
1: understanding right there is sort of you're you are right in your definitions of the words but there is a sort of a broad understanding that atheist is more hardline, right and the agnostic is a little softer right of a stance right um and that's not what the words really technically mean. Right. You
0: can't know for sure. Correct.
1: You can't. And that's agnostic.
0: And that's how people think, is right. that that means agnostic. It's right. a, that's not what that means. Uh, anyway, the whole point uh, here is you got to be out. You just got to. We need you. Your country needs you. Uh-huh. Your society, whether even if you're not in the U.S., your society right. needs you yeah. to be out. You don't have to be vocal. You don't have right. to be like outspoken and you don't have to be an activist although i encourage activism yes Uh, Yes. but you have to be out it is important it's It's a number it's a numbers game and we need we need people saying i'm out at work Uh now more than ever yeah and that's why and and everyone
1: again listeners who've been around for a little while uh we used to just say it's frank and dan yeah right And, uh, and then right after the election, we felt sort of this need to uh, be really attached to the podcast and to what we're saying here. And so we added our last names into the beginning of the show. Right. Um, just to fully say I'm Frank Feldman and I'm an atheist and I, this
0: is these blatherings are, are mine, are mine. I own them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, you know, I, and it's about saying to, it's about those moments where it's so easy to say nothing because mm-hmm. we can all pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every one of us can pass. Yep. It's not It's not a trick mm-hmm. or it, it's not hard to do, but it's about those moments when somebody say, assumes that you're a Christian, mm-hmm. says something Christian-y to you, and you don't say anything. Right. In those moments you don't have to say a lot. You don't have to say something rude. You don't have to say anything mean right. or anything. You just have to say, "Well, I don't actually believe that. I'm not a Christian." Right. I'm an atheist. Right. And then move on. Yeah. And that's and believe me, I'm saying it like it's super easy. I get it. It's not super easy for many of you. Yeah. For most of us, it's hard and yeah. scary. Yeah, I actually had a game plan
1: uh in place. I do not believe in giving uh money to panhandlers. No. Okay. I, I do not do it, okay. right? Um because I know that there are plenty of services out there uh, that provide for homelessness and for, and for homeless people. And giving right. to the service
0: is going to is, your dollar does, goes
1: a lot further. It it well it it lands in the right place. Yeah. And it goes to the right service. Theory. Uh in theory. Uh but there's one guy who I identified recently as somebody who I was going to give money to oh uh and because i had this real this this moment of 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 just clarity for me uh about what he was up to which was he was providing a service he wasn't out panhandling okay he's the traffic director at the liquor store in fourth south oh yeah that guy yeah, yeah. You, you know who i'm talking about uh-huh. right and i was i was just like you know what i he is really making this parking lot work better. You guys need to understand this parking. <laughs> this the situation is dire. So <laughs> Utah liquor laws really vastly limit the number of liquor stores. And they're all owned by the state. And, and they're by by all the sort
0: of made to not serve you liquor like the right. whole point of these liquor of these liquor stores is to get as little liquor to you as possible right. while still being a liquor store and so to make it as
1: painful a, a process as they can every single one of them that i can think of in salt lake city has a parking lot that's too small for the volume that they do yeah. but this one is terrible like it's, what is there maybe a dozen spots and it's if that and it's the highest volume store Probably around the state I mean, it's unbelievable how much volume this thing does. Yeah. Right. And so there's this homeless guy who's set up shop there as the traffic director. And I was like, he's it it, when he's here, it works better. Yeah. And I can get into a spot and I can pull out of a spot and there's not just this gummed up traffic. Right. And I'm like, he is providing a real service. Every time he's here, I'm giving him a dollar. Okay. Right. But I was like, oh, he's going to say something like, God bless you. Right. (laughs) i'm just like no i don't want to be god blessed yeah right and so i uh i had this whole thing lined up uh where i was gonna say no 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 god involved i'm just giving you some money just say thank you yeah and just but right you're welcome go up go on my way right yeah um and then he was it was just
0: thanks my friend okay <laughs> <laughs> And i was like Perfect. Done. Sold. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, okay. So So the coming out thing. Coming out to the guy directing traffic.
1: (laughs) Maybe not all that. But I don't want people to. I don't want to be God blessed. Right. And I want to. I want to. Like, this is part of how do you politely just say, I don't
0: appreciate being God blessed. Right. So you can say. So, I mean, find your own way of doing any of this stuff. Like this is your path. Right. But come out. Yeah. Let them know. It's And pick pick what's important to you. And it's important but it and and it is important. Mm-hmm. It's important to come out. It's important. I mean, and we see the effect that it's had uh-huh. with the gay community. Yeah. If we can have that effect, that positive effect on society, it's going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be contentious. It's going to be tumultuous. Uh-huh. But in the end, if our fight uh, manages to sway society to a more accepting and secular, like that. This isn't about stopping Christianity. It's not about having fewer Christians or having fe- or or winning the war. No, this is about us having a safe place and it's feeling a, safe in our it's about country. Everybody feeling welcome. Yeah, uh, but we can't do that without them knowing that we're there. Yeah, and so we gotta we. As for all of their, for all of Jim Baker's pretending that they've been silent (laughs) and that they've been like, that it's time for them to finally raise their voices up. Oh my God. If he's saying that. Yeah. I'm saying that times a million (laughs) because we're actually silent because so much of our community is actually, uh, quietly hiding in shadows. Yeah. And believe me I get that this has implications for some much bigger than for others. Right. If you live in the south this is a much more meaningful thing than if you live in Connecticut. Right. I get it. Right. You all need to come out. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just time. It's time. It, it's it's time. time. The, the 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 it's yeah. All so. right, we've we've uh we've we've harangued you enough. Uh <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, I, it, is a, it is a treat. If you have anything you'd like to say to us, please feel free. Uh, write into us at podcast at or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Do it! We love to hear your voice on our show. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search
1: for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but
0: we'll let you in. It's a delightful place. And speaking of, thank you so much to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for moderating that group. And thanks to Mackenzie for all the hard work and all the posts on Facebook. Thanks to uh, the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnson for the use of their fine, fine music. And thank you, our dearest of listeners. For listening. We sure do like it when you do. Bye-bye.